This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a paid family leave program could become a reality for federal employees next year. One high-ranking official in the Justice Department thinks there's too many administrative actions taking place. And the government's top cyber experts will face off in competition this month. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Paid family leave for federal employees appears to be one of the sticking points in final debates over the annual defense authorization bill. Virginia Senator Mark Warner says he's hopeful Congress will include it in the 2020 bill. Comfries seem to have come to a deal on whether the program should apply to only defense employees or the entire federal workforce. For more details on what the family leave program could look like, here's Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Congressional staffers say conference committee negotiators agreed to a House-passed measure to extend 12 weeks of paid family leave in exchange for approval of President Trump's proposed Space Force. The Democratic-led House has been pushing for the Federal Employee Paid Leave Act. It would give feds paid time off after the birth, adoption, or foster placement of a new child or for the care of a spouse, family member, or themselves. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Veterans Affairs will run out of funds for new benefits or the establishment of new facilities if 2020 appropriations are not passed by the end of the year. Dr. Richard Stone, executive in charge of the Veterans Health Administration, says that could affect the continued rollout of the Mission Act. That law ties together separate VA networks. It also expands caregiver benefits to pre-1975 veterans. House lawmakers are worried a major financial management business transformation effort at VA is getting lost in the mix. The department says it'll take 10 years and $2.5 billion to implement a commercial product from CGI. The timeline has been pushed back as VA plans to implement an interoperable electronic health record and a new medical logistics system with the Defense Department. IT upgrades for the Mission Act and Forever GI are also demanding VA IT time and resources. If you think the government embodies too many regulations, you've got a friend in a high place. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin to explain. Deputy Attorney General Jeff Rosen calls informal rulemaking by federal agencies the fuel of explosive growth of the administrative state. He spoke last week at a summit about modernizing the 1946 Administrative Procedures Act. Rosen said informal rulemaking took off after environmental and health statutes of the 1960s and 1970s, and that today, regulation is the principal form of lawmaking. Rosen said between 1995 and 2017, agencies issued 92,000 rules. I'm Tom Temin. An appeals court has confirmed agencies don't need to negotiate with federal unions before making changes to their employees' performance evaluations. The National Treasury Employees Union had challenged Customs and Border Protection's decision to overhaul its appraisal system. NTU argued it should have the right to bargain over those changes, but the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit affirmed it was within CBP's management rights to change its performance system. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is looking for feedback on what parts of its National Initiative for Cybersecurity Education Framework need an update. The agency has asked its partners to comment on what components of the NICE framework have been the most helpful. NIST has also asked what's missing from the framework and how it could be more useful to a wider audience. NIST will accept comments through January 13th. 
The best of the best federal cyber experts go head-to-head this week to win the President's Cup. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The final round of the President's Cup Cybersecurity Challenge kicks off on Tuesday, and every team and individual comes from the Defense Department. These DOD cyber experts rose to the top out of the more than 1,000 individual federal employees and the more than 200 teams of feds who competed over the last three months in this first-ever online government-wide competition. Starting December 10th at the Homeland Security Department's offices in Arlington, Virginia, the best of the best will test their mettle to solve some of the most challenging cybersecurity puzzles, including a cyber escape room. I'm Jason Miller. Members of the Senate Intelligence Committee have warned the Federal Energy Regulatory Agency about the problems that products from the Chinese vendor Huawei could have on the country's critical infrastructure. They want FERC's Cybersecurity Division to work with the Homeland Security and Energy Departments to minimize threats to the U.S. electric grid. The warning comes after the Trump administration has taken steps to eliminate Huawei products from national security and telecom systems in the U.S. And work has begun on the Air Force's Air Education and Training Command's commercial wireless Wi-Fi across the command. AETC Learning Wi-Fi service was created to give airmen flexible environments. They'll have access to electronic flight bags, mobile training devices, virtual reality, and the Air Force Learning Services ecosystem. It also lets airmen bring their personal devices into wireless training areas. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.